Welcome to episode 149 of CGM's Pixels and Ink podcast. I am joined by the usual cast of characters being Phil. That's me. That is you. Mm-hmm. And Wayne. This must just get really boring for people at this point. It, it, the yeah. intro is the, the hardest yeah, just part. It's like, you, it's like, oh man, you guys again. It's like, Where's God, the new it's people? A, yeah, it's like Remember when they had that Ben Rivers guy on? Yeah. Why, Why would they have that? somebody interesting? Because you have to treat it like uh, Stanley's approach to comic books. Every podcast could be someone's first, so we have to make sure that they know who we are. Oh, okay. Excelsior! Exactly. Okay, fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Today we were talking about how Wayne can't eat chocolate. I thought that'd be interesting to our listeners. I find that are way more interesting than what you've been playing because I have to hear about what you've been playing you, all damn are week. Are you a dog? No, it's really more like I can eat chocolate, but there's like a certain line that I cross where yeah. once I've eaten too much chocolate, I first get a massive, massive migraine headache followed by like just nonstop vomiting. Really? Yeah. Are you is, Now, is that caffeine related? Like, you right. No, I don't think it is caffeine related because it's like I'm knocking back like multiple cups of coffee really? a day and, and I'm fine. And it's not dairy related. Yeah, it's cocoa. and it's not dairy it's related cocoa, because I guess. Yeah, I, guess, I guess it must be the cocoa because yeah. yeah. I drink a lot chocolate. of milk as well. But like that's the thing though, it's like I love chocolate and because my wife is kind of like, you know, out of the country yeah. for this Easter, I'm potentially toying with the idea of just buying way too much chocolate yeah. and then eating it by myself and then enduring the migraine Can headache. you at least judge like when it's going to get bad? No. Okay. No, I, I don't see the problem. The problem is is that yeah. you know it's like I have managed to not throw up for years. Yeah. So I'm not actually sure where that borderline is anymore where it's like okay, that was too much chocolate. Yeah. So I pretty much just have to accept if I'm going to eat a lot of chocolate for Easter yeah. and I possibly might. Yeah. Then I have to accept that the killer migraine and the nonstop painful vomiting are probably just part of that process. That's a bummer. Yeah. I What's your like favorite? What's your favorite of the Easter candies? Do you like the Cadbury cream eggs? I do like the Cadbury cream eggs. They're good. Um, they have an interesting uh, new packaging system this year. Yes, they do. What, like, no, do they? What, what is this? It like opens halfway. It's like a, it's like a little really? plastic egg yeah. cup. This yeah. is already available like now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tabs and you just rip it open. Yeah. The thing oh is, if they God. have, if they do that, the caramel ones, and they have split inside, yeah. it is impossible to get the egg out of there. Yeah. Because it's just melted all over. Well, what they should okay. do since they've made an egg cup is include a little plastic spoon. Actually, I was eating mine with a fork one day. Cause like, it, when it was stuck in the stupid container, yeah, I couldn't yeah, get yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I can just buy this at, like, any convenience store. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, I were to go into a 7-Eleven. Yeah, there's no foil anymore. And there is a 7-Eleven not far from where I live. Yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> and maybe okay. you wouldn't get too sick if you ate a bunch of those because there's not that much chocolate as compared to I prefer the filling. I yeah. prefer the Cadbury mini eggs, personally. Those are my favorite. That is a lot of chocolate. They're good. Yeah. They're really good. I ate a lot of those over the last year. Yeah. Because they keep selling them. Like, they sell them just throughout the year. Yeah, I noticed, and I got no problem with that. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I kept buying big bags of them for my roommate, and I kept eating his bags. Yeah. And having to replace them, and then eating those bags. No, don't talk about eating your roommate's bags. We're trying to have a, a less dirty cat. Right. That's the whole situation. <sighs> I will probably also, like, indulge so in a solid chocolate Easter bunny. That's what's going to make you throw up. Yeah. yeah that's See, because, real, like, you know, that's, that's, really that, that's the thing. It's like, you know, when I was a kid, you know, it's like they always gave you, like, the Easter bunnies, and you were like, oh, my God, that's so big. And then yeah. you bite into it. It's like, hollow, oh, man, yeah. it's hollow. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like, I would once. really like to have, like, just a massive chocolate Easter bunny and then bite into it. And it's like, it's solid. There's pure chocolate in here. Damn. I'm going to eat this all now within the first 10 minutes. And then after that, I'm going to go out and buy another and eat that one in 10 minutes. Yeah, my so friend's going to get some very interesting text messages. Yeah, my friend every yeah. year gets one of those solid uh, Easter rabbits and then dunks it in peanut butter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good system. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, if peanut butter and chocolate, why, why is everyone so disgusted? Yeah. Every yeah. once in a while, my wife asks me, it's like, you know, what would you really, really want? And I keep telling her, it's like a kiddie pool just filled with chocolate. So mm. I could just, like, lie in there and just and keep stuffing it. And then it was filled with barf. And yeah. then yeah. it just be chocolate barf well, kiddie pool. Not, not yeah. at first. That'll take a while. You know, it's like, but what I would really like is to just be lying in a kiddie pool of chocolate where I'm just just constantly grabbing them and eating them and then just when it gets to like you know a quarter of it is down or even halfway down somebody comes along with another bucket <laughs> and just pours even more chocolate into it and then i just keep it, is it not liquid no 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 oh, this okay. is solid chocolate you know it's like it's <laughs> all wrapped up in all of it but i'm just happily sitting in there unwrapping it stuffing my face into it and doing like the charlie and the chocolate factory thing where my mouth eventually becomes smeared with chocolate yeah. and my hands become goopy because of all of the chocolate but i just keep picking them and unwrapping them you and get chocolate stuffing them in my face and you know, in my hair and then that guy comes along with the bucket and pours even more chocolate and I'm like you know what I can't go on 
but I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. And I just keep eating chocolate. That's a really unpleasant image. Yeah, I know, but it's just... I picture the cat sitting in the window. Oh, man, it's just... I love chocolate so much, though. But And it does not like you. No, it doesn't. Eventually, it just goes, what the hell do you think you're doing? And it just smacks me upside the back of the head and says, time for you to throw up. And then I do, so... So that's Wayne's Easter weekend ahead of him. Yeah, that's good. that's it, yes. The chocolate overdose. And in my case, it literally is an overdose if since mix, I can get sick. If you can mix and alcohol throw. into this and get really sick. Yeah, that's true, because mm-hmm. I've also got like a low tolerance for alcohol. So yeah, Glass chocolate. Glass of wine yeah. is chocolate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like or maybe some Baileys, because that's kind of like minty. It's chocolatey, yeah. Yeah, it's chocolatey it and minty. So yeah. if I like, you know, get like a crate of Baileys and then mix that in with chocolate. And then, like, you know, melt some chocolate and have hot chocolate so that I can drink melted chocolate with Bailey's while eating a chocolate bar and Cadbury's Easter cream eggs. You know what? what That's an amazing what chocolate weekend. What if you throw up is going to taste amazing. That's back. also yeah. true. See, it's like when it's coming back up, it's going to be like, oh, so delicious. There's got to be. This is amazing. This is like the tastiest vomit I've ever had in my life. There's got to be chocolate vodka at this point, yep. too. It there tastes is. just as yeah. good going yeah, back is. up, and then it goes back down again because it tastes so good. <laughs> So yeah, none okay. of it is wasted. That's amazing. Ah. Okay. So, all right. So. Isn't this about like you know comics and video games <laughs> and <laughs> chocolate? And about our, chocolate. <laughs> our culture as gamers, and apparently yeah. yours is you know the culture of chocolate. Your mm. Easter weekend. Well, like my chocolate. my wife is like off in Europe right now, so it's like she's that's what you're supposed to get in the chocolate. She, she's eating chocolate over there, I'm sure. It's she's like, eating I think, better chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She, she's probably going to swing by Belgium and then just go. It's like okay, it's like. Give me all the chocolate you can, because unlike somebody I'm married to, I am not going to throw up all over the floor mm-hmm. after eating too much of this chocolate. Oh, my God. I am bringing you a basket of chocolate next week. Oh, man. I'll eat it, too. That should be, a, that should be one of Cody's challenges to do with Wayne. Just have Wayne eat chocolate while playing something. Yeah, but see, it may take a few hours for like, oh, you know, the chocolate okay, thing so to do. It's, it's not like, you know, I eat You that. think you're okay, and yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, nope. Yeah, okay. yeah it's, it's not like I eat that one chocolate bar and then instantly my brain just goes into the Kill Bill sirens going off, going, warning, warning, you're not going to throw up. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like, no, I'm fine. And then several hours later, it's like, I've got a twinge in my mm-hmm. head. And then a little bit after that, it's like, the pain in my head is so intense, I can't breathe. And then afterwards, it finally snaps and just good. transfers itself to my stomach and says, you can't hold anything anymore for like the next few hours. And then afterwards, I barf my brains out, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, but I could really go for a chocolate bar right now because my stomach is empty. And I had chocolate in there, and when the chocolate was in my stomach, it was good. But now it's not in there, and I need more chocolate because <laughs> there's nothing better than having chocolate in your stomach. You should try taking gravel before you eat it. It doesn't work. All right. Yeah. All right, so that's my so, yeah, that's, that's wow, yeah, that, that just went off on a strange <laughs> direction. I find that okay. way more interesting okay. than some of the other stuff we do. And since I host and Brenda can't do anything about it right now, I can steer it in any direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> All right, Wayne, do you have any news for us? Um, yeah, we've got some news. Does it involve um, chocolate? No, actually, it doesn't involve chocolate. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah, life is like a box of chocolate. If you eat it, eventually you throw it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Or something like that. Uh-huh. Actually, I read very recently. Life is uh, chocolate is like the police. It's like it will kill your dog. Uh-huh. Which is like that's true uh-huh. because chocolate actually does kill cats and dogs if they eat it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. so yes. So you might be part. Makes a lot of sense. So yes, yeah. Per- perhaps somewhere in there, yeah. I've, I've got like you know some feline or canine in me or something. Maybe you were like bit that. by a radioactive kitten as a baby, and that's yeah. all you got. From and it? now uh-huh. I've got like you know yeah the chocolate thing and the need to scratch stuff and yeah. to like you know yeah just go to the bathroom in the sand and you know, bury it, uh-huh. stuff like that. All right, news. Rub up against people's <laughs> ankles. Okay. <laughs> okay. So news. All right. Um. Uh. Okay. Let's talk about like you know new stuff that's on the PlayStation. Because there were actually a few interesting things that landed on the PlayStation 4 this week. Um, we lost Music Unlimited, but we gained Spotify. Um, oh, that's better. Yeah. So I don't know whether you guys have actually had a chance to mess around with it no, at all. But, but I know uh, Spotify. Yeah. Um, I tried it. Honestly, the uh, interface on the PS4 is not as good as Music Unlimited. It's like It's just really half-baked and doesn't work very well. And I think the reason for that is because you can actually just use the Spotify app on your phone or your tablet mm. and connect you. that to your PS4. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then just use that. And the interface on the phone or tablet is much, much better. Yes, yeah. but when he has a flip console. phone, Phil, he no. can't use yes. the app. Yeah, down, I can't yeah. use that app, but I also have a Nexus 7 tablet, and I can use the app on that. All right. So 
Um, yeah, the, the, the app that's on the phones or tablets is much, much better than what you actually get you know, on the PS4. But I do have to say, though, that um, Spotify is a lot faster than Music, Music Unlimited. Because with Music Unlimited, you, it's like you would load it up and it would take forever to load. Um, Spotify is only like nine megabytes, yeah. so it loads up like lightning fast. And then when you decide that you want a song to play, you select it and the song, boom, just instantly starts. Whereas with um, yeah, Music Unlimited, it did actually have to like you know make a server request and then you know it's like it had to start oh. streaming and it took a bit of time for it to load in before the stream was comfortable with playing. Blah blah blah. So. Um, the seek times, if you want to call it that, even though we're not talking about like you know CDs or anything like that, but yeah, the seek times on Music Unlimited versus Spotify. Spotify is just a lot faster. Um, I also find that there aren't quite as many albums on there as there were on like Music Unlimited. So it's which limited. Kind of caught me off guard. Um, yeah, Spotify is somewhat more limited than mm. Music Unlimited. <laughs> and I guess you know it's like well. This really doesn't affect me, but I suppose for a lot of people, this is a big deal. Is that I believe um, Taylor Swift is still or was still available on Music Unlimited, but of course she's not on Spotify because like something happened with her and music rights or something like that. Um, so she was like, "I'm bailing," and but, she's but, not on there anymore. But who cares? Yeah. Wayne cares apparently. Well, the kids care, I guess. Or who who is it that listens to Taylor Swift now? I is it the kids know. or is it the teenagers or? I think it's the like the somebody listens older to her because moms. she's yeah. popular. I mean, she sells albums. She's a big South? deal. Yeah. South probably listens. Maybe to her. yeah. Okay, because yeah, I I don't actually know anybody that listens yeah. to Taylor Swift, but she's making too much money for her to be like making those numbers up and going, "I'm a hit." Yeah. So, you know, somebody must be listening to her. It's just like you know, she's not writing like you know checks that she can't cash. The I checks th- are being cashed. I think so. it's teenage mm-hmm. girls. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of teenage yeah. girls, teenage girls okay. and a lot Young of people tweens? with the yeah, and people with the emotional intelligence of a teenage girl as well. Yeah, of which there are many. Yeah. Okay, teen girls. All right. So yeah, Taylor yeah. Swift is not on Spotify, but yeah. yeah she well, was there's on that Music new Apple. music service that all and those then Tidal, artists, I believe, yeah, yeah Tidal is what this week. So she's probably part of that because yeah. it's going to be artist run. run so. Yeah. so like, what what do you give that? Like, you know, six months, a year, two weeks before that just comes. I mean, it depends if they got all the big names. Yeah, but the problem is that, you know, it's like you're getting all the big names, but, like, you know, who's actually running the business side of this? I mean, I'm assuming... Because if it's a bunch of artists who are running the business side themselves, I see this just collapsing. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. I don't think fucking Madonna's... Sorry. I don't think Madonna's... (laughs) I don't don't think Madonna's busting out a laptop and setting this up. You know what I mean? I think, like, there's probably some tech people in charge no I, I i don't mean the um you know technology part i mean like you know the finance part and uh, it's like the actual wheeling and dealing it's like jay-z is a pretty good businessman yeah yeah i mean it's like you know do, do, do you trust that these artists will be able to like you know run their own business effectively or is that something yeah that a lot of them do the don't be racist Wayne. Okay. yeah how is it racist? they have empires because yeah. no, he's even. doubting jay-z that's what no, he's saying that's, no, that's what he said no, to me i suggest no. i put jay's name z's name out there consummate businessman and he said i don't trust artists yeah. and so, so yeah. I, I was very clear more, where he stands i was actually thinking more taylor swift yeah. sitting there with like microsoft excel trying to like you know balance out the figures Again. or writing up those checks saying like a million teenage girls listen to me so yeah. this is how much money i made again i don't think mm-hmm. that's how it works man. okay yeah I just had an interesting thought, Wayne. For a guy okay. who's so into sci-fi and VR and the future, why the hell do you still have a flip phone? Yeah. Because I don't have the VR gear yet. And I don't, yeah. I. So you need to make huge leaps in technology, not Yeah, pretty it. much. It's All like, right. you know, yeah, I, I just, I, like, I, I'm, I'm okay with laptops, but, like, you know, a computing device that is the size of my hand, that's just, like, too small for me to do all the stuff that I want to do. So I would rather just use, like, a full-on desktop or a laptop if I have to. But I don't want to do everything on a phone. And but I know not, too many people that required. do everything on it's a phone. It's not required when you have a phone to do everything yeah. on it. That, that's why I have a dumb phone. Yeah. Which all it does is it Please, takes phone calls. all about the future. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's the idea is that then you can, like, access the Internet in public. It's not so that, like, you get a smartphone and then you throw your laptop out. Like, it's, yeah. it's, for, it's for portability. Yeah. Yeah, but that'd I, do it for you. No, because okay. I, I I don't do that kind of stuff when I'm on the move, unless I'm actually working. Fair enough. In which case, I'll well, yeah. Need well, the people didn't that, before so. those phones existed, yeah. and then like it, they got yeah. into it. Remember, he only yeah. has one friend. So maybe that has something to do. Yeah, with yeah, suppose, that's also yeah. true. I've only got the one friend. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Any other news? Actually, one? I've got two or three. But anyway, yeah. 
Three. And they, they can they can all eat chocolate fine though. It's fine. Mm. I've seen them eat chocolate. See if you had a smartphone, oh, so you jealous. would send you videos of them eating chocolate. This yeah, see, and I don't need to see that. I don't need to go on Facebook <laughs> with you know it's like my two or three friends going, it's like, hey buddy, I'm eating chocolate. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> so good, not gonna be throwing up. What about you? Oh, vomiting already, because you posted that on Facebook. Please don't post your vomiting photos on Facebook. <laughs> which I'll be doing with like the selfie stick. Where I it's just, like, here's yeah. me at the toilet throwing up and I'm taking this photo by my myself because I'm so much of a narcissist that I thought people around the world need to see me throwing up in the toilet because that's what Facebook is for. No, man, you're Self-vomiting so photo stuff. selfies. Yeah. Or here's me with my cat. Yes. I'm holding my cat beside me. The, the cat, cat will is, be shaming yeah. you. So it'll be like yeah. human shaming. Yeah, exactly. And, and the cat is just sitting there going like, what the hell is happening? Why is he throwing up? And why is he taking a picture of this and posting it on Facebook? Mm-hmm. You know? And then it'll be like, look, look, now I'm moving the cat's paws on the phone. So now my cat is tweeting while I'm taking the selfie on Facebook of me vomiting, eating chocolate. I think you need a smartphone, Wayne. So, mm-hmm. It's like me and smartphones would just be like a bad idea. So You'd like, be like no. everybody else with a smartphone. No. My friend has a Facebook for no. her dog. No, like, see, because it's like, you know, even just like, you know, text messaging when that first became a thing on cellular phones, it's like, you know, um, it was for work. I tried to avoid, you know, it's like telephones like the plague because I did not like the idea that people could just contact me whenever they felt like it. But eventually, for work purposes, the office went and said, here is your cellular phone. You are going to take the cellular phone and you are going to use it or we are going to fire you. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll use the cellular phone. And then I was like, what's this? Oh, it's a text messaging system. And then I started using it and sending off these horrible texts all over the place and people were reading it. And it's like, that's horrifying. Why would you say such a terrible thing? Don't use text messaging anymore. So basically, at the office that I was working at at the time, they eventually realized I do terrible, terrible things with technology, and I should not be allowed access to like public communications. It's just not a good idea. But you will be getting VR when it comes out. Yeah, but then that's not exactly public technology. That's me in my own little world doing my own little the, horrible you things. You won't get Facebook yeah. VR. And I can virtually throw up as much as I want in the VR world you eating know. all that virtual chocolate. There so there you go. All right, then. Back to news. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. In other news, okay. This is for Phil because yep. he's like the big horror game fan. Yeah. Oh, horror movies, yeah. So I, I do. Horror game. No, I love okay. horror games. Love All right. So. We can watch them without having to watch them three times. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, I yeah. can take it. Nintendo like finally announced at the Nintendo Direct that the latest Fatal Frame game for the Wii U, which was only available in Japan up until now, they are bringing it over to the West this year. Very excited. So we're getting a Fatal Frame game. Very, very excited. And I'm really excited about that because that is, like, I'm not going to get a chance to review it because you're going to kill anybody that does. Of course. But... And the Wii U is perfect for it because you'll be able to use the gamepad as a camera. And, yes. And, you know, like, the Fatal Frame series has always, in my opinion, been one of the scariest franchises out there. It's just... Just super, super creepy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just you know really pumped about the fact that this is finally coming. Ah, it's incredibly exciting. I can't yeah. wait. Which which ones have you played? Like you know, how far have you been? Um, I played the PlayStation Two ones, and I played the oh, okay. one on the 3DS. All right. And I don't but, think I played any since then. You did then. play like Fatal Frame Two, the one with like, yeah. the two sisters. That was which PS2. Was just, oh my yeah, god, yeah, that was, so it was terrifying. Yeah, absolutely it terrifying. Was. Yeah, no, I love that series. What was like the worst moment in that game for you? I honestly don't remember <laughs> anymore. I really don't. It was yeah. so long ago. Yeah, there were so many freakouts. Like when you just saw like a pair of terrifying just go walking then. past and it was just feet nothing yeah, else it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I can't remember specifically I've okay. seen too many terrifying things since then it's, oh wait what, what about what, what about the girl with the broken neck that just came slowly crawling up uh, out of the box and then slowly making her way towards you just, that was awful uh, yeah that was awful no, I'm on board series, that's yeah, exciting it's like, yeah that's that that was just like a total freak out but uh, yeah that's actually going to be that's happy. great great news okay. I didn't even know there was one in Japan when did that come out recently uh, that came out in like um, 2014 yeah. 2013 something I'm like that I'm surprised they so, yeah. wouldn't have automatically planned to release it here just because there are so few games on the Wii U yeah, I think they want to get them all out I, I guess it's just because um, the last time they released a Fatal Frame game on the Wii in the last generation mm. people didn't buy it yeah I didn't even they know were, there was one yeah they, they were expecting like you know the Mario experience and then they see yeah. it, it's all scary and all that and they're yeah. like oh you know it's like how can there be a scary game on a Nintendo console which yeah. of course made all the diehard Nintendo fans go like it's not just for Wii Sports okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it does play more than Mario oh my god get with the program yeah so fair we've got that happening cool all right um, also, in other news, um, CCP, the guys that make EVE Online, um, mm-hmm. who are also making um, a really big uh, VR first-person starship combat simulator called Valkyrie, yep. um, 
they've made like a couple of interesting announcements. First, they've said um, they've actually got like a pretty close relationship with Sony, and they've pretty much nailed down at this point that Valkyrie is actually going to be like a launch title mm. with um, Project Morpheus when it comes out. They're saying that you know like they're not committing themselves to anything yet, but there is even the possibility that it might actually be bundled with Project Morpheus when you buy it. Mm -hmm. So that you just get that thing, slap it on, and you're in the cockpit of a spaceship shooting at other things, which, like, that would actually be huge as a package sure. game. Yeah. The other thing, though, that actually has me pretty concerned is they've announced that while it's coming out for Project Morpheus, it's on PC, it's only coming out for Oculus Rift, mm. which means that, you know, it's like guys that are looking at um, Valve's Vive VR system, yeah. which is actually the technically superior one. Yeah, um, we're sort of like you know introducing console fanboy divisions yeah. into the PC space, which seems really weird now. Where it's like you know now Facebook is saying, well, if you want to play you know the Valkyrie game, you got to get Oculus Rift. You can't get that sucky Vive thing over there. So buy yeah. our product instead. And I'm just like, yeah, that Isn't just not how commerce works though. Well, usually not with PC. I mean, like, you know, yeah. PC is generally regarded as, like, an open platform. It's like, you know, if, you know you've, you've got your PC. And, Facebook yeah. got involved. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. And, see, and that is the thing. Facebook did yeah. get involved. It's just up until now, the whole idea of this massive universal open platform has been one of the chief arguments that the, yeah. quote-unquote, glorious PC master gaming race yeah. has used with, you know, respect to why consoles suck is that we don't have any of that console division stuff happening right. amongst us. We are pure. Everything on PC works on it's PC. It's true. It's true. Now, because it's true because they, yeah. especially like with operating systems, everyone yeah. has their own, and there's no like one dominant operating system yeah. on the PC. That's yeah. not how it works. Come so, on. Yeah. Come on. But that's Don't be ridiculous. That's, that's <laughs> usually the popular argument yeah. that the glorious PC master gaming race uses. Right. And now Facebook seems to be shaking things up and saying, no, we're actually introducing platforms, VR platforms, mm -hmm. but you know, platforms nonetheless. So they're actually making guys sort of you know, pick and choose which side they want to be on PC when it comes to virtual reality, which is not something that PC guys have really had to deal with for, you know, it's like, you know, quite some time. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. I, like, I have to admit, personally, I'm not real thrilled about this because I've more or less made up my mind that I'd really like to try Vive mm -hmm. because... Because you hate Facebook. Because I don't like Facebook and I don't have a Facebook account, so it'd be completely useless to me because they'll be like, hey, you've got, you know, it's like... Oculus Facebook. Now, just put in your Facebook account, which I don't have. Oh, nope, sorry. All right, you can't use this thing at all. Mm. So, aren't I mean, you okay, I doubt that that's the extreme that they would go to. Aren't but you I'm just going to get sure. Project Morpheus anyway? Uh, I'm going to get Project Morpheus because it is on the PS4, but yeah. I would also like to try, like, you know, uh, a premium upper-tier VR experience. And yeah. The Vive looks like it's going to provide that. I mean, it's like, do you know how this thing is going to work? No. It's completely crazy. They've, they've got this system they're calling Lighthouse. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's two small boxes which just emit a whole mess of lasers that just measure the entire room. Mm -hmm. So you put them on either side of your room, preferably on the ceiling, mm -hmm. and this thing will basically just scan the entire room and constantly measure it 100 times per second mm -hmm. so that when you put the Vive on... You can get up and you can walk around and it doesn't matter what you're doing. Mm. Vive automatically knows where you are in the room and how you're moving, blah, blah, blah. So what, so what they want to do with Vive is um, the Lighthouse system will accurately measure a 15 by 15 foot square space. Mm -hmm. And they want you to actually be able to get up and walk around in that. So if you start getting too close to the wall, Vive will realize that you're about to do this and like you know throw up some kind of border in the VR world mm. to let you know that you're getting too close to the wall. 15 by 15 doesn't seem very big. Mm -hmm. That's that's what they're saying for now. I mean, they they may increase that range in the future. I don't know. But for now, it's a 15 by 15 foot space. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that it'll be a bit like, you know, Star Trek with the holodeck where when they were getting too close to the actual wall of the room, mm -hmm. the grid would sort of appear on the side. So it'd be like, oh, okay, I, I don't want to bump my nose into that. Mm -hmm. And they would back off. So... That's what they're doing with Vive, whereas, like, Project Morpheus and Oculus Rift are just, like, you know, you put it on and you move your head around, and mm -hmm. that's about it. Mm -hmm. So they're also probably not going to cost six or $700. That's the thing. Which I think Vive is probably going to. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, we don't even know if it's going to catch on. Yeah, probably it won't go. Well, well, we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. I mean, it's like... You know, once again, the I'll be really interested to see what porn actually does for this. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's like 
Orrin, was that way with VHS? We've, we've talked about this ad nauseum, mm. so we, we don't need to rehash it, but mm. porn is like the great silent partner with like a lot of emerging technologies. Mm. <laughs> and I don't see why it wouldn't do it again with VR. Of course. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it all pans out. But mm. um, yeah, I, I just like, you know, oh man, you know, it's like they're already starting this whole platform division on PC. It's a little disheartening to hear, but it's Facebook, so you know, what are you going to yeah. do? And it's yeah. too early. And that laser thing, although sounds great. Yeah. I mean, we don't even know if that's going to work. I yeah, mean, that mi- Microsoft's amazing room virtual reality thing looks cool, too, but yeah. I don't buy it either. So, you know, yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. 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 Although, and um, yeah, I actually wrote a little article about this this week. I'm, I've, I've been thinking about it, and I'm actually kind of interested in some of the things that they can do with that HoloLens thing, because, like, um, do you remember the old intricate tabletop games like uh, Warhammer and Mech Warrior, where you would actually have, like, little figurines, mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. would actually be constructing hills and, stuff, and landscapes yeah. and stuff like that on their table? Mm-hmm. And it's like, now... Hand-painting some this weekend. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what she's doing. Yeah, see? Good. And now, <laughs> with HoloLens, if you want to play a Warhammer tabletop game like that, you don't have to construct the entire landscape. You don't have to paint all of the figures. They're all just there in the unit. Everybody puts them on. You know, it's like they just go to the coffee table or whatever, and it's it's all there. You know, it's like you can see it. You can move around with it, and there's none of that. You know, it's like cleaning up afterwards, or you know, it's like figures getting broken or anything. I like don't that, think or, that's pretty cool. Grab onto that because I know a lot of those people who do that mm-hmm. like having the tactile feel. Okay, or you know, yeah, and it seems like that's almost yeah. more part of the appeal yeah. than the actual, than playing, the actual of the playing of the game. Or what? What about board games that way? Where okay, yeah, like, I want to play. Yeah, Monopoly. it'd be fun. It's yeah. like you know, yeah, play Monopoly. You know, it's like you don't have to dish out the money anymore or anything like that. You know, it's like oh, the board is just it's, yes, mm-hmm. you can't cheat. <laughs> which, like, because I've played with people where they were like, oh, oh, I'm going to be the banker, and then they would just be like sliding bills to themselves. Of course, yeah, that's how it works. Trust See, the Phil knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. So. That's because Phil's a cheat. Okay. That's whoa, I didn't say that. I just said that's how it works. I'm aware. Yeah. Mal, well, come on, don't judge. I'm a great guy. Yeah, I mean I I would usually let people cheat anyway because they would be like, I'll give you a chocolate bar and I'd be like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, That'd be so chocolate. easy, yeah. And the oh game would God. end with Wayne puking yeah. on the board. Yeah, exactly. So it's like he wins and I lose because I I'm throwing up. You know, I, you don't, I had you don't chocolate, flip the board, so. you puke yeah. on it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I've ever actually finished a Monopoly game. I have. I think I've just quit every single one of them at a certain point. Do you flip the board, Phil? No, it's not no, not in a violent like I'm furious. I just like I don't think I've ever played with anyone where we didn't get bored at a certain like, point. I'm done. Yeah, we were okay. just like, you know what, you win. It's just easier this way. They go on forever. I know. We used no. to put our Monopoly uh, board on the table and then when we'd be done for the day, we'd slide it to the other end. And you bring it back? <laughs> yep. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, okay, what, a, what about like trading card games? Do you think that would work with Hololens? Maybe. Like you know, just imagine Magic. Yeah, together. totally. Because yeah. then yeah. the pictures would because the pictures would come off the, yeah, the exactly, cards yes. and fight yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, things would like be Star animated. Wars. Yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah it would be like Holochips. Yeah. yeah. So so one hundred percent, that'd be yeah. big for that. Card games, board games, all that stuff. You the know? only mm-hmm. one it would be would be Warhammer, like okay. miniatures. People really like. But even then, you could animate that stuff where you know it's like the some people might get into it, but I still think they'd buy the miniatures. Like that's really part of the thing with them. Because you know it's like it would be cool if you know it's like there was like you know this big tactical howitzer style cannon, and you could actually see it firing on the top of the hill, and like you know see it hit the other hill, and you know it's like all the dirt goes thrown up, and people are like dying and all that. Well, they might have it a way that would be kind of cool to see that. Yeah, totally. Have. Yeah, and then you could still or they could do that. Yeah, or them. Nintendo yeah. could just jump into it and do the whole amiibo thing oh and God. get mm-hmm. people to like buy even more of them. Man, I want to write like an article about that. Little Mario dancing around. around. Amiibos. Yeah, these things are like drugs. You're, you're the expert. Yeah, we have so many. You have to have yeah. different amiibos for different games. Yeah, that's that's embarrassing. Their marketing technique that's is really working. embarrassing. It's working so well. I know. Any other news things? Um, I think that's about it. Okay, I got some. Like it's actually a pretty slow week. So Phil right. has some news. I then. do, I do. First <laughs> up, um, exciting news in celebration of, oh, geez, I didn't write down. I think it's the 50th anniversary of Batman 66. Yes. They're going to make an animated film with Burt Ward and uh, Adam West and Julie Neymar just signed on and presumably anyone else who's still alive will. Animated? Yes. Warner Brothers? Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, how else are they going to do it? Okay. You know? it would be ridiculous. Who's directing? I don't know. Okay. All I know is that they're doing it, and those two I mean, guys you know, are involved. Because like, if you'd said Bruce Tim, then I would have been like, oh, that's interesting. But yeah. can Bruce Tim really do, like, yeah, crazy yeah. 66 Batman? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's been done. I mean, the comics, 
uh, the I don't know if you've read any of the Batman sixty six comics no. they've been doing for the last I guess like year two years now. Okay. Um, they've they're great. Um, you know, it's such a specific tone mm-hmm. that and people are so in love with it that it's very easy to recreate. And I'm just excited. It's such a fun version of Batman that yeah. hasn't been around for so long. Yeah. And I'm totally on board. And, and I guess that's all Tim Burton's fault since you know he yeah. was the one that dragged Batman kicking and screaming out of the uh, yeah sixties you know, era. Well, and also you don't see a lot of like self parody camp anymore just yeah. in general. But anyway, yeah, that's coming, and I can't wait. I mean, obviously, you know, cautious optimism, as always, but still. Um, okay, here's a really great story that I'm very, that I'm very pleased about. Uh, so Helen Mirren was doing press for a movie she's in this week called Women in Gold that's horrible. But uh, she said in one of her interviews that her great ambition is to be in a Fast and Furious movie uh, because she loves cars and she loves driving and she specifically likes to insist on doing her own stunt driving. Oh so it's God. like a dream of hers to get to be in a Fast and Furious movie. They're not going to let her do her uh, own stunt driving. They're not going to, of course. No, well, first totally of all, they don't do most of the driving in no. those. There's a lot of animation and so forth. Okay. But they'll let her do some driving. Why not? But yeah, no. Yeah, but I they're not going to let her do like the stunt driving where it's like, okay, so we need you to crash this car yeah, no, into that wall and then you come flying out yeah, the windshield yeah, yeah, yeah. Of and not. we'll have a close-up so that people know it's you. Of course not. Yeah. But they'll let her do some. And yeah. uh, no, but anyway, I hope this happens. That'd be so great if Helen Mirren was the like British villainess of a Thousand Furious movie. That's perfect. That's great. Yeah. She'll add some credibility that that mm-hmm. franchise has never had. But anyway, yeah, that's a real thing that actually happened in the real world. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Uh, next up, after a little uh, April Fool's switcheroo, uh, Ryan Reynolds revealed that the Deadpool movie is 100% going to be rated R. Okay. Which is so exciting. And a weird thing's kind of happened recently um, over the last, like, 12 months or so, where uh, between uh, Gone Girl and Fifty Shades of Grey and The Kingsman and a few others, uh, R-rated movies are amongst the most successful uh, movies going that there are right now. So I think we're finally, 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 finally going to see a resurgence in R-rated movies, just this, in general. Is this TV's fault? I think, uh, yeah, I think TV, yeah, 100% plays a whole role. It's weird to live in a world where you can watch Walking Dead every Sunday night, but you can't see that in a movie theater. Yeah. So I think it's so, yeah, yeah I It think used to be helping. that movie theaters were the places you would go to see things you couldn't see on exactly. TV. Exactly. And now that situation is reversed. It's reversed in a weird way. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's it's very exciting. I'm I'm more than happy to have R-rated movies come back. It's been far too long. Um, I had the misfortune of turning 18 right when they went away. It really sucked. Um, I mean, it's been a gradual process. Like, obviously, the Saw movies and the Hostel movies helped make horror, horror movies R-rated again. The Judd Apatow mo- and movies in The Hangover made comedies R-rated again. But now we're going to start getting action movies and dramas. and Action and, movies and, really benefit from being R-rated. sexy S&M yeah. romances. So it's going to be great. Um, and Deadpool in particular. If you're going to do one comic movie R-rated right now, that's the one. And uh, I can't wait to see what they do. And God willing, a proper Punisher movie won't be far behind. And uh, oh my God, what was the name of the guy who directed like RoboCop and Basic Instinct? Paul Verhoeven. And, you know, Paul Verhoeven. He would do a good Punisher yeah. movie. Well, right. I mean, like just Paul Verhoeven. He's like he's yeah. the rated R guy. It's true. So it's he just can't like, work anymore. Yeah. So it would be nice if he could get back. So he could, yeah, him. he could come back and start doing R-rated movies again. I'd be totally like, okay with that. Yeah. One hundred and ten percent. So anyway, that's a thing. Uh, oh yes. R-rated horrors would be nice. Yeah, there are R-rated horrors. There's not that uh, for a long time. There wasn't that many. There wasn't no. There's but, a lot um, of PG-13 ones. Yeah, it was. Was it, Oculus the rated R? Or not? Oh yeah, Oculus. It was okay. rated R. They're okay. fine. They it are finally starting rated R. to get back into yeah, the rated R. It's coming. Well, horror movies. well, it happened even. It's been for like five years. Like the Saw and Hostel movies brought it back. That's but it was a slow burn. Like, it's to true, get them back. but it's at least finally happened. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. They're that. They're there. Oh, it's great. It's great. Um. Okay. And, uh, yeah, uh, also <clears throat> uh, Hugh Jackman revealed this week that he's going to do one last Wolverine, and that's it. Yep. So there's going to be a Wolverine 3, and that will be the end for him, which is good. I, yep. think, it's, I think it's time for him to, to go away. Yes, yeah. no, more, yeah. no um, more Wolverine. Still hoping, yeah, that's never going to happen. I'm still hoping that uh, they will do the Old Man Logan story because it would be such a perfect way for him to go out. Such a great but story. they probably won't. I, no, they've been saying they've been talking about it. Hmm, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't see what else they do. I mean, like the original X-Men continuity is basically done now. Days of Future Past was sort of the goodbye mm. to that. So if he's going to do it, um, they may as well Although he's do anything still going want. to appear in the next X-Men movie, though, nope. isn't he? Really? Nope. Thank God. Wow, okay. Nope. I am tired I figured that, that they'd try and find some way to shoehorn him in there no matter nope. what. I mean, like, like, like I, I wager there's going to be a new Wolverine okay. um, in these in this series, but I it's not going to be him. I think meant, yeah, there's going to be a Wolverine. I like Tom Hardy. He'd be a good Wolverine. That'd be good. 
I'd like to see a Wolverine movie with him, with Tom Hardy as Wolverine and uh, Mads Mikkelsen as Sabretooth. That'd be great. Aren't you enjoying Kelsey Grammer as Beast? It'd be for great. A while? <laughs> I liked it conceptually. In practice, it yeah. wasn't great. Fraser yeah. as the Beast was <laughs> yeah. kind of amazing. It was a great so. idea. It didn't really work. Um, but anyway, there's that. Uh, next up, this is kind of a inside thing, but I spoke to someone on my own this week who Ooh. saw uh, Mad Max. And they told me, well, come on. Um, and they told me that it opens with a 20-minute single-take chase sequence, which I'm so excited to see. Okay, that's probably not a true single-take Well, no, of course chase not. Sequence, of course not. Okay. But still, even if it's yeah. the illusion, it's going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah. And I've also heard, I also read an interview with George Miller this week that said that the whole movie, there's actually no, like, location in the movie. The whole movie is a chase start to finish. Um, okay. Yeah. So... I just can't wait. It's going to be amazing. So George is back with a vengeance. Big time. He's had like 20 years to think of stupid stunts to do. Yeah, that's true. So, And, I mean, even just looking from the trailer, some of those stunts are just pretty ridiculous. It's going to be like amazing. Just, oh, man. It's yeah. going to be amazing. Um, so anyway, there's that. When's the release date for that again? That's uh, May. It's coming May, fast. Okay. It's going to be, it's not, yeah, we don't have to wait much longer. Okay. Thank God. Um, and then, oh, this is a fun one. Uh, James Gunn. Uh, in addition to having submitted the story treatment for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, is getting another old script he'd written before he got on the Marvel part made. It's going to be directed by Greg McLean, who did the Wolf Creek movies. He's a talented dude. And uh, it's called The Belco Experiment, and it's about a, outpo- a South American outpost to a U.S. business that has a sort of uh, experiment for their company. Uh, when everyone goes into their sort of cubicle office uh, the, uh, in the morning, the doors are locked, and they're told that... Uh, if uh, uh, the they basically they all have to kill each other, and the one who survives gets a promotion. Um, and if no one and if and like battle royale, if they don't all kill each other, they'll just all die. Um, so okay, so yeah, office yeah. royale. Yeah, it's office yeah. royale. All right, cool. it sounds fantastic. Yeah. And ben, I'm, I'm all for yeah, office yeah. royale. Yeah, oh, sounds, sounds like fantastic. Yeah, and okay. James Gunn wrote it, so it's going to be really sickly hilarious. Yeah. It's going to have a very disgusting sense of humor. And uh, Greg McLean's no slouch when it comes to uh, directing uh, some nasty, nasty, nasty material. So I'm on board. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, this sounds great. But that's it's a great still, idea. That's too. still in the early stages of pre-production. That's like not even ready to shoot yet or anything like that is it uh no but like it has a green light so it's going to happen all right yeah so then now they'll start casting and so forth um and with something like that that's a smaller movie they'll probably get that cranked out by next year yeah that's true i mean if it's one office then yeah it's not like you've got a bunch of locales that you've got to schedule exactly so yeah it sounds very calculated Mm -hmm. into small and affordable so i'm totally on board and uh oh uh, one uh, this one's for you wayne uh david bowie is uh, currently adapting the man who fell to earth into a broadway musical oh my god yep. wow really <laughs> yep yep i and can't it's, imagine it's, it's going what to be a musical be. i assume yep. it's going to be a musical yeah, yeah, yeah. okay that's the plan. and so so what what are they going to do for music i have no idea i mean i guess he's going to write all original music yeah like uh, on the yeah. one hand it would be you know expected for him to simply write original music for yeah. it you know it's like on the other hand if they were to bring in some, you know, classic Bowie tunes like Munich Daydream, mm-hmm. I would not be opposed to that either. I think he wants so, to write his all, all the yeah. music. Um, but, yeah, I just I can't even imagine what that'll be. Like, yeah. that doesn't, that's not suited yeah. to a How are they going to handle, like, the time manipulation no clue. aspect? Sweet of, song, like, just, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, that sounds crazy. I that, that sounds like it can't be done. Yeah. So... So that's why yeah. Bowie's doing it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but then they, you know, said that a Spider-Man musical couldn't be done, and they were right; it couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah, with, yeah, yeah, not yeah. without injuring Spider-Man yeah. so. and deaths. Yeah. Um, a lot of injuries. So yeah. Yeah. So sometimes when they say it can't be done and they try anyway, they just find out no, it really couldn't have been done. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But fortunately, I don't think anyone will be hurt at the Man Who Fell to Earth yeah. uh, musical because there's no actual man falling to Earth at any point. Yeah, that is true. So, uh, I guess that would have been a good title for the Spider-Man musical. Now that you think about it. <laughs> um, all right, and this is the final thing. Well, this we just went to a dark place. Eh, what are you okay. gonna do? Yeah. Uh, this is, and this is one last thing. This actually isn't um, a comic book, or it's actually the type of story we don't know. I just find it so amusing. I wanted to tell you guys about it, um, which is that uh, Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig have secretly filmed a Lifetime movie that's a parody of Lifetime movies oh, that's going to play on Lifetime. 
which I'm so oh, it's so brilliant. I uh, what is a lifetime movie? It's basically like the cheesiest TV movie you can possibly imagine. Okay, it's like a channel dedicated to them, and they oh, just right. make them and crank them. So out. like what, like ABC after school special exactly. type stuff? Exactly, okay. disease of the week. Oh, all right. Housewife has a hard time. Mm-hmm. These sorts of things, uh, but yeah, no Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig parody version. I sound. I can't wait. That's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. No, you know it's gonna be good. It is gonna be good. I might see it tonight. I mean, I, like I know you're in the middle of a sweet text right now, but I'm glad that you took the time to let me know. Hey, I still work when I sit here. You know, wow. emails. You know stuff. what, Mel? You may. You know what? Sorry, Wayne. I think you had a point about the cell phone thing. Maybe they're not for everybody. They're not for me. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bell. Go back to texting. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm not allowed to do my nails when we sit here anymore because it bothers you. We, okay, that does bother me. It really does. That uh, odor so really, I really makes me ill. And I appreciate it, and I never talk to you about it again. It makes me ill. Yeah. Makes like, me <gasps> Ill. It's like his chocolate. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'll tell you what. You, well, let's, we'll cut a deal. You can do That's your fine. nails while we're recording the podcast, but then I get to clip my nails while you're doing the podcast. That's fine. And my toenails as well. Go for it. Okay. It doesn't bother me. I'm going to have a good week next week. You're gonna, I'm going to put you up on Instagram and you start clipping your toenails. You see, this, this is, this is why it's these phones are the a bad idea. Because stuff like that. It's just absolutely not part of the deal. <laughs> I control the Instagram. Okay. Instagram doesn't need to see that. Twitter doesn't need to see it. I don't need to see it. Thank God I'm not on Facebook. I remember one time in high school, a kid was clipping his nails in class. And he was like in the front row. <laughs> and the teacher that? actually, I weirdo kid. And the teacher actually stopped the class and was like, Chris, you got to stop that. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> And, and I'll never forget it. It was one of my favorite days. Um, this yeah. is what Phil lived for in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay. Like, he stopped. They literally drew, drew the whole class to Why assault. did he start? I don't know. I guess he just thought it was well, appropriate. People don't seem to understand how disgusting that is. I, people, I see people doing it on the subway all the time. I see people, like, biting their nails and stuff on the subway. Yeah. That's different, Most though. of the time, they're no. doing that unconsciously. You just touched the subway, and now you're sticking your fingers in your mouth? Yeah, you got a good point. That's Ooh. gross. But it's not the same as flinging your fucking dead fingernails all over the place. Sorry again for the swear. Um, People shouldn't be, they should just be in a pile on his desk. Why were they going everywhere? No, 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 I'm talking about the subway. Oh, yeah, that's They were in a collected pile on his desk, but that didn't make it any less disgusting. No, actually, that doesn't help matters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if he starts taking those nails and he starts making, like, little pictures out of them? Where it's like, see, I spelled my name out with my nail clippings. Hey, there's actually someone who makes art out of nails. Well, see, there you go. And makes arts out of everything. And teeth. And okay. Yeah. Okay, you succeed in the art world. Make it new. Yeah, you yeah. eat paint and throw it up on the canvas and sell it. Wayne, sounds like you got a business problem. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I just yeah. need me like a few buckets of chocolate. Well, you know what you should do business, is so. eat a bunch of chocolate bunnies and then vomit a picture of Jesus on the cross for yeah. Easter. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. that was our we got you a career. If I can get some colored chocolate, you yeah. know, it's like yeah, some you browns can. and blues yeah. and all that sort of thing, some white, yeah. That'd be, oh, or just just eat regular so chocolate and then white chocolate and go. And now my impression of yin yang. Mm. There you go. I think balance should, has been achieved. And you should keep it religious, Wayne. Yeah, you're, you're so. going to get more attention that way. Yeah, that's true. Phil, yeah. do you have more movie news? Nope, that's the end of news. What did you see this? Week? I saw Furious Seven. Is that the only one you saw this week? Uh, it's the only one that's appropriate. Yeah. It's the um, only one you need to see this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I also saw, like, I saw that Woman in Gold movie that I mentioned that's horrible. Oh, yeah. And I saw a movie called Last Nights. That's, I guess I can talk about that. Um, that's a, like, it, this weird, like, international production that seemed like some sort of tax, tax dodge because they spent a lot of money on it. And it's horrible. And it has, uh, it's sort of set in some sort of, like, period of the past that's sort of half medieval knights, half samurai. Um, in which, yeah, there's like a number of clans, each of which has a different race. It totally um, sounds appropriate. And okay. it is. I realize that now. And um, Morgan Freeman is the leader of one <gasps> clan. Oh, they got him in there? Yeah, okay, he must have just been really bored. And Clive Owen plays this like top knight. And uh, they're they're asked to go visit the like uh, the the corrupt second in command of the emperor to get a bribe, played by Askel Henny. And uh, Morgan Freeman refuses to do it, and Askel Honey gets offended. And Morgan Freeman causes a big ruckus, and so the Emperor demands that uh, Clive Owen decapitate Morgan Freeman on the spot. I feel like Brendan is looking for nail clippers. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Um, decapitate Morgan Freeman on the spot and then um, and then disband his kingdom so it's like really sad anyway it's just horrible it's boring and dull and right. makes no sense and Don't they wasted too much money on it and instead of seeing that what should I see Phil Furious 7 which I tried to talk about but you cut me I off I was curious what else you saw um, I read the review of Furious 7 so I wanted to hear something new fair enough I can do one other one that's a comedy. I totally understand. I knew one more that's a comedy called uh, While We Were Young was really good. It's by Noah Baumbach. He's the guy who did Francis Ha and uh, Squid and the Whale and Kicking and Screaming, but not the Will Ferrell one. Um, he does really caustic, bitter comedies, and this one stars uh, Ben Stiller oh and Naomi Watts as a... Uh, no, it's good Ben Stiller. Um and Naomi Watts is a pair of like uh, a middle-aged couple who like never had kids, but all their friends have kids, so they don't basically don't have anyone to spend time with anymore, and they're really bored and despondent. And Kevin and Ben Stiller uh, was a documentary filmmaker. He had a sort of a beloved hit, and then has been spent the next eight years working on a follow-up that's just horrible. So they're in a dark place. And um, at one point, uh, Ben Stiller makes friends with a pair of twenty-somethings played by Amanda Seyfried and Adam Driver, and. <clears throat> and that Amanda Seyfried's been getting a lot of work lately. She has. She's yeah. good. Okay. Um, and uh, they're two hipsters, and so Naomi Watts and Ben Stiller as middle-aged people become hipsters as well and get pork pie halves and go to hip-hop dance classes, and it's so awkward and horrible and uncomfortable. <laughs> but then ultimately the, mo- the message of the movie is that tw- young people actually suck, um, which is great. You don't see that very often. And it's a yeah, really that's yeah actually you don't hmm, okay. It's a really sort of interesting look at yeah like it, at first it starts off being sort of a mockery of how um, sort of uh, of how silly it looks when middle middle aged people try to be young and then eventually you realize that in fact uh, the young culture are actually infinitely stupider and and worse than they are and it sort of becomes a movie about the way sort of every no matter what one's no matter what the values are of a, of a previous generation the next generation will refute them just on principle and that's silly um, and yeah it's really smart and clever and well observed and, and really well done um, no Bombach is a really really talented sort of Woody Allen-esque very caustic bitter uh, comic filmmaker and this is one of his best so okay. this all actually kind of reminds me of an observation I knew uh, or an observation somebody I knew made mm-hmm. about um, you remember it's a one-hit wonder band. They were called like the New Radicals, yeah. and they gave that. They had that song "Give What You Get," yeah. um, and the music video takes place in like a shopping mall where yeah. all the kids just go crazy, and then they start going after all the suits and all the old ladies and locking them all up in cages. And my friend was saying, "It's like you know, uh, she reached a point where she was like you know watching that video, and she realized, my God, I am now one of those people that they would lock up in the cages. Yeah. I'm not those kids anymore who are like you know it's like." Yeah, it was like yeah. youth is amazing, and I'm like hip and young and free, and I can do whatever I want. Screw all of that responsibility. I I am one of those people in the cages, and yeah. I want to be one of those people locked up in the cages because those kids they have no life and no money. All they can do is lock the old people in the cages because those yeah. guys have everything, yeah. and they can't even go into those people's houses and drive their cars because they don't know where they live. They were so <laughs> stupid that they locked them in the cage before they could even get that information. Yeah. Stupid kids. Yeah. So. There's some really great uh, jokes in while we're young, sort of about, um, yeah, just sort of making fun of like the irony culture that we live in now. And there's a great bit where like Adam Driver's driving uh, uh, Ben Stiller and he puts on Eye of the Tiger and he's like, I love this song. And Ben Stiller's like, oh man, I remember when this song was just bad. Um, <laughs> which is which is so good, and that's, yeah, that's and that's sort of the type. Okay, of, that's yeah, yeah that, that's and, and actually that's, like really smart observational yeah, comedy, and that's what and so. that's the type of humor Bombach yeah. writes. Where okay, it's like it's immediately funny, but mm-hmm. afterwards you think about it and you're like, oh, it's, he's got point. It's quite insightful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so you would you actually recommend this movie to an older audience? Or? For sure, and for younger audiences. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. They'd like punch it as well. you in the face. Oh, they'd like it as well. Because if you're young, you always just assume that's not me. Those yeah. are the assholes. So I swear to God. <laughs> see, um, it's because I badgered you into talking about a different movie. Yeah, well. Yeah, see, because it's like, you know, yeah, just the fact a movie that actually says, you know, it's like young is not the be-all, end-all is, that's actually quite different. It's refreshing. You yeah, you don't see that all Very refreshing. Often. Now, it doesn't make older people seem like uh, great people it either. It doesn't like, yeah. have a beat but, but it does not no, automatically venerate youth. Okay. But at least yeah. does, yeah, it sort of. Yeah, it just proves we're all idiots I in our own special way. I would actually like to see this movie. It's now really that good you're talking about it. It's yeah. really good. So really, okay. really good. Hmm. Okay. You guys are the ones that tell me I can only talk about genre movies. No, no you can only review genre movies. You can talk about what whatever that? you I want. What was that? I just did a review. That's different. It's podcast. Fair it's enough. Freedom. I gotcha. We talked about how Wayne throws up when he eats it's chocolate. Yeah, point. actually, that has absolutely nothing to do. It's with a very, very that's good point. That's way more interesting than that what he's gonna play. Very, very good point. Very good point. Yeah, that's actually true. What did that have to do with anything? It's Easter weekend. 
Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah vomit Easter, okay. When I talk to people, they'd rather hear about the people on the podcast and okay. our lives than, you know. Not me. I'm really boring. Festive. So. More Dragon yeah. Age Inquisition. Yeah. But anyway, Fury 7. So. I saw um, The Rock with the flamethrower, and that made me want to see it. Uh, he it was probably a minigun. I don't think he has a flamethrower. Okay, well, there's flames somewhere. It so. was no, it was it was a minigun, so it was just gigantic sparks shooting out of the front of it. Oh, just th- that was just right. like you know, yeah, the yeah. flash discharge. Yeah, yeah, out of the yeah. Gun yeah. And, yeah so. but, they said it at the right time. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. Oh no, I know the picture you speak of, and yes. it's great. But anywho, um, so yeah, I've uh, I've had an interesting relationship with the Fast and the Furious movies in that I hated them with a passion initially, and then somewhere around fa- uh, Fast and Furious, the fourth movie, and Fast Five. They turned into a really magical, uh, like half self-parody, half very sincere, crappy movie. Um, and they're based, they're carrying the torch for the like commandos and cobras and con airs of the world, only now done at like Marvel movie scale, and it's a blast. So this one, um, after the events of uh, Fast and Furious Six, uh, the British villain of the last movie has been left in a coma, and his brother, played by Jason Statham, is very much not pleased. So he is going to hunt down the entire Fast team. Um, while he's doing that, Kurt Russell appears as the head of some sort of secret organization that's something or other to do with something or other. The important thing is Kurt Russell appears. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And he's great. He's, and he's Jack Burton. I mean, how could he not be great? Of course. So, so he's, uh, yeah, he's got this secret organization, and he offers to cut Vin Diesel a deal. He says, if you help me kidnap a hacker and get this computer chip that allows me to tap into every camera in the world... Um, I will deliver you Jason Statham. Vin Diesel agrees, which is weird because Jason Statham's actually following Vin Diesel, so he doesn't need anyone to deliver Jason Statham to him. (laughs) Jason Statham's just showing up, but that's not the point. The point is that they get to go all the way around the world, and they get to, like, drop uh, hot rod cars out of an airplane and parachute onto the middle of a car chase, and they get to... Vin Diesel, at one point, uh, drives uh, a, a sports car through not one, not two, but three skyscrapers in Dubai, um, which is Dubai. amazing. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah. And that must um, have been expensive. <laughs> the whole thing is just completely absurd and ridiculous. Um, uh, it's uh, yeah. I mean, like Fast Five is still the the high watermark in these movies. That little sucker's a masterpiece. Um, but this, but six and seven, they have maintained the same slightly ironic tone, which is great. But at the same time, it's not too knowing um, because there's so there's still plenty of sequences that you laugh at just out of pure excess and stupidity. Um, uh, Vin Diesel continues to be convinced that these movies are actually about family and uh, sharing family values. So he talks about family a lot. Um, and he, he, yeah, he just always says, I have a family. I saw an IMAX. I highly recommend that simply because it's the only theater system with a base uh, setup that has enough dynamic range. You can actually comprehend what Vin Diesel's saying. It really helped a lot. Um Vin Diesel needs his own subwoofer. He does. To do justice. He does. To he really, voice. really does. Um, Vin Diesel is a subwoofer. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Statham, perfect addition to the franchise. Um, he, One of the first sequences, he fights The Rock. It's one of the greatest movie moments in history. Um, it's just an amazing fight. Uh, I was a little disappointed. The Rock is basically a little more than an extended cameo. He's at the beginning and the end. He cuts an imposing presence, and you do not forget what he does. But look, there are like eight main characters they got to follow here, so you can only have so many. And Kurt Russell's in it, um, yeah. making up for it, being great. Yes, Paul Walker is in fact dead. So um, that happened in the middle of production. Um, they had to use a lot of. Uh, they used his brothers as body doubles. They used CGI faces. They there's some action scenes that are all shot in backlight, so you can't quite see him. They did a pretty good job. This isn't like John Candy and Wagons East, where it's really embarrassing. That they've tried to strung this thing together. They or did. Bruce Lee's A Game of Death, exactly. which is probably the single worst use of exactly. we'll try and carry on. Exactly. Or Bella <laughs> Lugosi in Plan 9 of Outer yeah. Space. It's not. It's none of these things. Yeah. Um, they actually do pull off the illusion uh, fairly well. It also ends in a remarkably sincere and sentimental farewell to Paul Walker. That's good. That um, is sweet and then also like so excessive and overdone that it's kind of funny in a Fast and Furious way, so it totally fits in. Um, and yeah, the action's ridiculous. Uh, James Wan took over as director. Justin Lin had done the previous four. He's the one that turned the Fast series into this magical little stupid ball of stupidity that we have today. Um, it, Wan, of course, did The Conjuring and the Saw movies, so he knows how to do over-the-top visuals very, very well. Um, I, I will say that he uses a bit more CGI than Justin Lin did. One of the best things about like Fast Five and Fast and Furious Six is that even though you're dealing with action scenes that involve like a truck driving into a train. 
um, uh, or a, uh, a car drumming out of the front of an exploding airplane. They actually did 95% of these things, so you actually get to see nice. it happen. Whereas in, in, in Furious 7, there's a little more CGI. Obviously, it would be very, very difficult to drive a car in between three skyscrapers. Would it, um, Would it though? Yeah, it would. Sorry, Mel. Um, I don't think that's you know, like really the Dubai government would let them. Yeah, I don't think it would happen. Yeah. No, definitely not. But um, so there's more CGI, and that's a little bit disappointing. But they pull it off very well. Also, James Wan does a little bit more shaky cam in the action scenes. I would have liked. What part of the thing that was mm. so nice about okay. uh, Justin Lin's approach was that you could actually see very clearly what was happening. He did a great yeah, job. Yeah, which is always nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, this is not like it's not horrible by any means. It's just if mm-hmm. anything, it's growing pains on this guy's part as he's trying to jump into the series, whereas Justin Lin had four movies to get yeah, really okay, good at. Yeah, that's it. true. Yeah. So these are minor piddling complaints overall. If you like the raging stupidity and shirtless uh, drama of, uh, sorry, and sleeveless drama yeah. of the Fast and Furious movies. This is definitely one of the best. I'd probably rank it uh, second place but below, below Fast Five. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's a blast. I I've really got to get around it. to watching these movies. Well, I just watch Fast Five. Because I've only seen the very first Fast and Furious movie. Mm-hmm. That is it. That's so. okay. It's not great. Okay. Too Fast and Too Furious is garbage. Mm-hmm. Tokyo Drift has its moments. Fast and Furious is when things start to get interesting. Fast Five is when magic happens. Okay. And Fast and Furious 6 is a more than worthy follow-up which which Furious 7 is as well um and then yeah i mean they this is done in such a way that this could be the last one but let's face it it's not going to be the last one they're going to make a few more of these of course at least of course they are oh absolutely um and i just hope they i just hope someone are we gonna get to fast 12 probably and so I just hope that someone at Universal has at least had a discussion with Nicolas Cage about joining the franchise because that is really where we're all heading yep. and that's what we need. Mm-hmm. So, That'd be amazing. Yeah, 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 right? It'd be perfect. And also, a shaved head is the only ridiculous haircut we haven't seen him do yet. And this is the place. Yeah, bald Nicolas Cage would be. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah, with him screaming. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll take your face off. Yeah, I did. Ha- I have to say, there was one major missed opportunity in Furious Seven that really frustrated me, which is there are two sequences in the movie in which Vin Diesel and Jason Statham and cars see each other and then just ram head on into each other, and uh, and then get out and fight afterwards. And they're awesome both times, great. But it was a real missed opportunity because they should have rammed into each other and then bolted out the windshields and then punched each other in the face yeah. between the cars and yeah. then gone into fighting. Yeah. So I really hope that that's something that they keep in mind for the next one. Um, Statham, Statham does indeed survive. He'll be around for the future. Does he do any of his crazy fighting? It always had, like, in the transport, it was bicycle pedals, in Expendables, he fought as a priest. But Stuff. Yeah, there's there one great cool? scene where Vin Diesel and uh, Jason Statham fight each other with a wrench in each hand. Two gigantic wrenches, four gigantic wrenches total. Right. Um, that's I'll great. That's excellent. Okay. Yeah, that's excellent. There are terrorists in it as well. There are drone planes, but it's not like political or anything like that. It's just because they're furious. getting low on ideas. They need more. Um, so, yeah, it's a blast. Um, I can't recommend it enough. I'm probably going to go again. Thank you. Wow. You're going to watch it again? Okay. Yeah. Well, i got to go get drunk, and I can't get drunk and write my review. Okay. Well, you could, but... It's irresponsible. We yeah. won't want to edit yeah, it. Yeah, it's really irresponsible. Yeah, actually, that would be a pain. It's too. really irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go and get drunk and yell at the screen. Okay. Because that's... I mean, come on. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because one of those responsible adults. Work first, and then drink and go and get drunk. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Besides, Thanks. I didn't want to, like, get lost. There's a lot of complex mythology to follow. Of course. I did. All, I those did. Few, all those yeah. main yeah. characters to yeah. follow. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I did a double bill of Fast Five and Furious Six the night before so that I would be caught up and not be confused in any way, shape, or form. And uh, I recommend that, but it's not necessary. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. No problem. Wayne, what, have you been playing anything of interest? No. Okay. Not End really. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. I've just, I've, like, uh, because I don't actually have anything that I've had to review, I've just gone back and I'm trying to get the platinum for Persona Four Golden. Oh God, we're not talking That's about it. that. Okay. Yeah, you don't want me to talk Phil, about have Persona you tried Four. Uh, MLB? I haven't because it just finished downloading shortly before I came today. It was thirty. It was thirty-six gigabytes. What? Yeah, it was thirty-six gigabytes, and I didn't know that. I so I started. I put it on last night, hoping it'd be ready this morning, and it was not. Jeez. So, uh, so yeah, I haven't tried it yet, but I will, and I can't wait. All right then. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. I guess that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah, unless you want to talk about Mario Party. I did that last week. My review's on yeah. the website, okay. tgmagonline.com, 7.5. Awesome, but kind of infuriating at the same time. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Like Mario Party should be, Yeah, right? that's what they do. Exactly. Yeah. And we also have Phil's full review of Furious 7, tgmagonline.com, mm-hmm. and Wayne's article on the HoloLens and what he's interested in it, why he's interested in it, what he thinks it might be capable of. Mm-hmm. Correct, Wayne? Yep. Yep. And my article about the top five crucifixions in film for good Go. Project. Pimp it. Yeah, I just did. Well, speak up a little bit. I wrote an article about the top time. I just said this. I wrote an article about the top to five crucifixion scenes in film for Good Friday. There you go. You kind of mumbled it before. You got to project, Got to enunciate. I approve of your choices. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so if you... Choices were like... I put a lot of thought into it. Oh, man. Conan was like, yeah. Yeah, Conan. (laughs) As good as it gets. He's a man. Yeah. Yeah, even if he's being crucified and a buzzer tries to attack him, he's going to eat that buzzer. If you feel blasphemous and want to... Look this up, cgmagonline.com. It's festive. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's Easter. Actually, Brendan's convinced he's going to go to hell because of that article. Oh, come on. I said if anyone, yeah, if anyone's going to be be Phil. It doesn't matter. Hell doesn't exist. Why are we concerned about this? Mm. Besides, isn't Diablo your favorite thing ever? (laughs) So you'd love it there. That's also true. (laughs) This makes no sense. Top vacation spots of the year. (laughs) This makes no sense. Yeah. Okay, and of course you can check us out on the social media, so facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine, Google+, google.com slash little plus sign cgmag online, and Twitter at cgm plus. Phil, what's your Twitter? At that Phil Brown. Brendan is bfry26, Wayne is real Wayne Santos, but he won't answer you, and I'm Kixen Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N Chaos. We're also going to be running some contests coming up, or I guess it's more like giveaways. We're going to give away some codes for the magazine, a digital subscription. Awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. What? As being, enth- as being enthusiastic? You must be an enthusiastic. Yeah. And we're working with Warner Brothers to start giving out movies. Oh, cool. We are? Yeah. Oh, okay. This doesn't concern you, Wayne, so you don't have to worry oh. about it. <laughs> That's cool. What kind of movies? Uh, things like Focus mm. and uh, Hot Pursuit, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, they got that uh, DC animated movie coming up, too. You should get on that. Yeah, they don't seem interested. They, there's certain ones they want to give out. So we'll be giving out codes for digital downloads when the movies oh, are released okay. onto DVD and cool. stuff like that. Yeah. So make sure you keep an eye on the website for all of that stuff. And, of course, every Friday we have Free Code Friday, where all you have to do is usually repeat or retweet a picture of Wayne. And you might win something. Sweet. Wayne didn't even know that. No. Nope. And he just walked away. Yep. He'll never know. I think we better earn this. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.